Hey everybody, Summer Terry here, and on this episode of May the Horse Be With You, I want to jump into uh, some spring fitness and what to expect whenever you send your horse to a rehab facility. So I'm going to kind of preface with saying that every facility is a little bit different, the services that they offer, the equipment that they have. So for this podcast, I'm basically going to be telling you kind of what we do with our program here at Superior Therapy and kind of what to expect from the length of stay. So I'm going to kind of start out by saying that we kind of laughingly call ourselves the Sandals Resort for Horses. So everything is all included and basically you pay for the length of the stay and we're going to use every modality that we have that we feel like applies to your horse that's going to help you reach the goal that you set. So that that being said, what we're going to talk about today is the length of stay and how that affects your horse's fitness level. And for purposes of this podcast, I'm also going to just be talking about fitness and conditioning. So this is not going to cover, you know, soft tissue injuries, tears, uh, that type of thing. This is going to be just strictly springing into fitness and how to get your horse back in shape. So the first thing that we always want to address whenever a horse is coming in is how long has this horse been off? I feel like a lot of people end up not riding during the winter time. They don't haul as much. Uh, last year, 2020 was so crazy. There was a lot of people that ended up just turning their horses out during times where there wasn't anything to haul to. So it's harder for a muscle to bounce back after having a break, especially like your people that turn horses out during the winter where maybe your horse is like in super, super good shape for three or four months and then you don't touch them for another five or six months and then and you just kind of have this cycle of trying to get your horse back in shape, making some runs and kicking them back out. And I also understand that sometimes you can't help but do that because of life situations or the weather where you live. But one of the things to think about is even our professional human athletes still train during the off season. You know, they may not be scrimmaging and playing basketball during times where they're not actually competing, but they're still keeping that foundation of fitness. They're going to the gym. They're, um, letting their body have time to recover and letting their body have time to heal and rest, but they're not just becoming a couch potato in the off season either. Because when you become a couch potato, it's really hard to switch gears and go back to being the athlete. And it's kind of the same thing with our horses. Um, you lose that foundation of fitness and that's the hardest thing to build. I get a lot of people that go, you know, oh, this horse got injured, so I'm just going to kick him out for a year. And a lot of times what that ends up doing for that injury is creating scar tissue. And basically that old saying that like, oh, time heals all injuries. It's not necessarily true that it's healing the injury. What happens is that horse can, you know, slow down enough that that inflammation kind of subsides but when that injury starts to heal, you're going to have scar tissue in there. So that horse is not going to be as flexible in that area. The muscle's not going to 
be as pliable, be as usable as it was before the injury. So that's where a lot of times I'm more of a fan of instead of just kicking one out, let's address the problem. Because the other thing that happens when your horses are turned out doing nothing is just like yourself, you realize how quickly you start to lose that muscle that you worked so hard to build up. Um, like I've noticed that through my health journey with having surgeries and things where I haven't like the last 12 months, I've not been able to do a lot of lifting myself. And so now I go and I pick up a bag of feet. I'm like, wow, I forget how heavy things are because I don't have that foundation left. And so that's the first thing that we do when a horse comes in, especially one that's been off is we've got to build that foundation of muscle before we can worry about the cardio, before we can worry about building wind, before we can worry about the fast twitch muscle that it takes for that horse to explode out of a roping box, we've got to go back and actually have a solid foundation to make the horse move correctly. And so that's where I have people that, you know, want to send a horse for seven days. And when you talk to them, this horse has been off for a year. At that point, you would be better off to save up your money and do a longer stay. So I'm going to kind of break down these time frames of what, what realistic goals that can be set while your horse is staying at our place. So I'm going to start with our week-long stays because we typically, we actually don't really even do a lot of week-long stays. Um, those horses are normally the ones that we see monthly or we see every other month that are going down the road, they're fit, they're rodeo, and they're being hauled a lot. And the owner has just decided like, hey, you know, we, we need some rest and relaxation week. We need some therapy done, but I don't want to lose any fitness that I have. Or it's for the person that, you know, hey, I've got a wedding or, hey, we're going on vacation and we need this horse maintained. And so, you know, you can add a bit on there, like a horse that's already trained to the Aqua Pacer, you can add a bit of fitness on there in that seven days. But if it's a horse that hasn't ever even been on the equipment, you're going to spend the first two or three days just acclimating them to the difference in a workout in water versus a workout in an arena. So water is 790 times more dense than air. So a horse that, for instance, working a horse a mile on our aqua pacer is the equivalent to doing three miles at that same intensity. So you have to let the body acclimate to that type of workout, even though they're buoyant in there. And even though it takes your concussion away from, you know, hitting your feet on the ground and working on the hard ground, it's still a really, really difficult workout. So, you know, again, going back to your seven day stay, we can treat some secondary pain with the PEMF. We can get that horse on the TheraPlate. Um, we can get some of that secondary soreness shaken out of there with body work and with the modalities that we do. But for the most part, um, you know, those horses, we're just going to be able to maintain what's there. We may not be able to actually build on it. And then that leads us to our 14-day stay. So with our 14-day stays, those are also geared more towards horses that are already fit, already in shape. Um, now, I can take a horse that is really fit, and in 14 days, I can pile more muscle on. I can be able to increase your air, increase your wind, 
really open that chest up where that horse can stride out more. I can put a little more pressure on those horses and really get some great fitness in there. So like the people that typically send horses in that time frame are looking forward to something like the BBR finals or a futurity or something like that coming up where it's like, Hey, my horse is working great. Or he's lagging just a little bit on the backside of the barrel, or he's just not as strong. He doesn't have as much air as I'd like for him to have. So our 14 day stay is going to help improve what you've already got. And that works well for a horse that I have to train to the equipment or a horse that we've had in the past that already knows kind of how our program works. And we can help keep those horses from getting really sore by using the PEMF, using the TheraPlate, using our body work. All those other complementary modalities help us to just keep getting gains. Every time the horse goes on, we're going to gain a little more. We're going to gain a little more and we don't have to backtrack due to soreness because we're treating that as we go along. So you get a really, really good turnaround in not a lot of time. And then from there, that kind of takes us to our 30, 60, and 90-day stays. Um, 30 days, I can take a horse that's been off for a year and have them ready to ride. You know, we're, we're going to have some fitness in there. We're going to build that foundation. We're going to do corrective exercise. Uh, we're going to find any weak areas and we're going to improve on those. And that's our most common. We, well, I say that we do a lot of 60 and 90 day stays as well because we're known for our rehab. Um, and that most of those horses are horses that are injured and we're working through problem areas. But as for general fitness, if there's no, no weakness, no soreness, no issue when the horse comes in, 30 days is going to have a horse that's been off a year ready to be tacked up and start back to riding and getting ready for an event. Now, that being said, you know, I, I'm not saying if your horse has been here 30 days that the day you pick them up, you should take them to a jackpot because if that horse has not been saddled, we have to remember that it takes a minute just for that horse to acclimate back to carrying your weight to having a cinch tightened around their belly. You know, if you've like went a month of wearing nothing but sweatpants and then you put on your date night jeans that are super tight, the next morning when you take them off, usually your abs are going to be a little bit sore and that's just your body having to acclimate to actually having the jeans on that are, that are super tight on your body. And so, you know, that's something I always have to remind everybody of, you know, take your horse home and put a few rides on them before you just throw them in the trailer and go run somewhere. Now, that being said, going back to your seven and your 14 day stay horses, those horses are already coming in fit. So usually those muscles are already conditioned. And if you want to pick your horse up and go straight to the jackpot with them from there, probably you're going to be okay in most cases. Um, that's not going to be a big deal. But with a horse that's been off for a substantial amount of time, they've got to acclimate back to being able to be ridden. And that's where the corrective exercise that we do in our programs really makes a difference. Because if I only had your horse in water for 30 days and they've never even been out on the hard ground and you go to take that horse home, their feet are going to be soft. Their body's not used to the concussion of being outdoors and you almost kind of set yourself up for failure. So this is where all the lunging, the going over cavalettis, all of those movements are designed to 
simulate instances that you're going to see in performance. So for example, a horse that goes on an incline, I can tell if your horse fades off of the barrel or takes a step off of the backside by how they work on the incline. Because that horse is going to come off of that incline and when they hit the bottom, they're not going to be able to hold their rear and they're going to fade. And I'm going to see that and knowing that it does that in that controlled style of exercise, I know for certain they're going to do it worse with speed. So I can almost detect even a roping horse that that will not plant and pull a steer off the corner or won't explode out of a box. I'm going to be able to see that through the corrective exercise that we do in our program. And I'm going to be able to address it and make that figure out a way to strengthen that area and get rid of that weakness. And so those are some of the things that we tackle during a 30-day stay. Now, a horse that has a significant amount of weakness or that is older or that's been off a longer period of time, you may be able to get that foundation of fitness in 30 days, but you may not be able to get any cardio in there. Because if I just put your horse on the pacer and I take them as fast as they can go, yes, I'm going to build cardio, but I'm going to build that through incorrect movement. So basically, I'm going to create body soreness because your horse is going to have to hollow his back out to keep up with the grueling pace that I have him going. So he's going to build lung capacity and build wind, but he never had that foundation in the first place. So sometimes with horses, we have to create that foundation And then in the second 30 days, that's when we start dropping the hammer, as you'll hear me say a lot. But basically that means I'm going to start applying more pressure to your horse and I'm going to build that wind. I'm going to build that cardio that you need to be able to get back to performance. And, you know, the the longer the horse stays, the more fit they're going to be. We, We have some that are strictly fitness that are there 90 days. And, you know, at the end of that 90 days, We've went through the whole corrective exercise program. They're going to be treading. They're going to be working the equivalent of you riding three miles a day, which most people are not going to do. Um, And your horse is going to have correct form while they're doing it. So kind of to circle back, it's the foundation. And then you can add the quick twitch muscle on there. And then the last thing we add is that cardio that builds their wind and builds their lungs. That's that's the easiest part to build on a horse is, is their lung capacity. Everybody worries about getting on and just long trotting, long trotting, long trotting. But I promise you, if you don't have a frame to actually get that horse to be able to engage and use their body correctly, you've set yourself up for future injury. You've set yourself up for weakness and Most of the time in a performance sense, you've set yourself up for failure. And so that's why the longer times end up being more advantageous for the horse because we go through this, you know, just like you. If you decided you were going to enter a 5K race yourself, you know, could you go run a 5K tomorrow? Probably. But at the same time, what would that cost you? You know, would it be muscle cramps? Would it be a huge setback where you can't exercise? Would it be an actual injury? Um, there's That's why there's a process of being able to work and condition the body up to be able to do the task that's asked. And I have a lot of Facebook posts. I mean, if you, if you follow my Facebook, I put a lot of these posts in print. I actually have a 
post that I made about, you know, what to expect out of your stay. And, and I talk about my timelines there as well. And so, you know, I, I know it's springtime. It's fixing to get warm. Consistency is key with fitness. And, you know, right now in Oklahoma, like, we'll probably have another snow or two or at least freezing weather where people are going to kick their horses back out. So, you know, if you put three day, three weeks worth of fitness on and then you're off of that horse nine days for the weather, you've lost the majority of what you've started to accomplish. And so consistency is key. And that's another thing too. Once you get your horse home, if you take that horse home and kick them back out and let them sit for three weeks after they've been at my facility for a month, you have lost everything that you have paid for. Because when we're tackling weakness and we're building top line and we're building hip and we're building stride, you have to continue to maintain that or it's instantly lost. And, you know, at the end of the day, we want you to be happy with the work that we've done. We want you to be happy with the condition that your horse is in. And we want you to have realistic goals. You know, if you know you're going to enter something, then we need to get a plan together to reach that goal set. And waiting two weeks before a huge competition and then realizing your horse is not in shape, sometimes it's too late and we can't reach the goal that you're trying to set because it was unrealistic in the first place. And we just want the best for our equine athletes. And so, you know, whether you're choosing my rehab or whether you're choosing another rehab in your area, don't be afraid to ask them, what is the protocol? What is a realistic goal for this horse? And that's where our before and after pictures come in because sometimes I get defeated because I'm like, man, is this horse gaining anything? And I piece together a before and after and it's like, oh yes, we're gaining here, here, and here. Or, oh, maybe we're starting to overbuild here and we need to go back and, and revisit this because we're not gaining balanced muscle. A balanced horse is always going to have fewer chance of injury. And that's the thing that, you know, as therapists, we are all about trying to prevent injuries and we're trying to improve performance. And so... Yeah, if you have a question about how long your horse should stay or what the details of a program are, just reach out and ask because if a facility can't explain why they're doing what they're doing, the length of time, if they don't understand what their equipment is capable of and what it's not capable of, then I would suggest finding a facility that is willing to explain that process to you because if they can explain it, you know that they understand and they can set a realistic goal and help you meet that goal. So yeah, if you've got questions, re reach out to us on the Facebook page. There's nothing we would rather do more than help you and help your horse. So thanks for tuning in and, you know, let's set some great goals for 2021. Happy trails, y'all.